A new listing on Amazon has us confused as to a new Destiny game on August 18th? Really? Listening to Destiny the Show. What up, everybody? It's BBK Dragoon here with Destiny the Show number 107. Joining me as always is my great, awesome co host, Diddy. How was your week, dude? It was awesome. Busy, busy. Busy? Yeah, you said you had to wire a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, I did. Setting up new offices uh, for a new client of ours, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of good of experience, a lot of first things for me to do, like first time doing th- certain things, but it was a lot of fun. Excellent. We're inverting the show. We're starting with the news, and then we'll talk about our little pleasantries, what happened this week at the end of the show. So I opened it by saying a new Destiny game listing was found on Amazon. Yes, and it's called Destiny The Collection, coming out August 18th. It's since disappeared. I'm excited to talk and speculate what it might be. We probably have a good uh, estimation or guess as to Mm -hmm. what it could be, right? Yeah, I think we're on the same page here. (laughs) Exactly. And then we're also getting some tweets from Chris Barrett over at Bungie that it looks like class items will be affected by shaders once again. That's pretty exciting. An awesome PvP stat tool. (laughs) Weekly update with some more news. And is Rise of Iron going to bring the Destiny population through the roof to just bring back the biggest engagement we've ever seen? All that and more coming up. All right, so let's talk about this. There was a listing on Amazon for Destiny the Collection, and it was priced, I believe, at £49.99, which is about 60 bucks in the U.S., I think. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how it works out, but this looks like it's going to be released on August 18th. The listing has since been removed. What do you think this is, Diddy? Uh, honestly, I think this is... It includes everything... Uh, up until up through the rise of iron so you're going to get okay vanilla destiny house of wolves dark below i did that out of order the taken king april update as well uh, and rise of iron uh, now you won't be able ah. to play rise of iron on august 18th you're not going to get it early i think this is just uh, for people to have access for rise of iron to bring people back to the world of destiny if they've been gone for a while or for new players or for players upgrading from legacy consoles i think this is going to be the easiest way for people Mm. to acquire uh, rise of iron because if you don't remember if you're on a legacy console and you're upgrading you're going to have to repurchase a current gen version of destiny uh, with rise of iron so um or taking king i should say not just destiny so i think this is the optimal thing for people to purchase man i hope you're right with that because i was thinking okay this is taken king Dark Below House of Wolves and Vanilla Destiny. I wasn't thinking that it was also including Rise of Iron because we, you and I, are going to be paying $30 for Rise of Iron to stay up to date. We've got every piece of content. We would gladly throw money at anything Destiny related, right? If it does include Rise of Iron as well, what a simple, great way to get people into the game. Is this going to cause a stir? 
Probably. We know Reddit. Reddit gets <laughs> mad at absolutely everything. But just to illustrate sort of the example that I went through this week, I've got a great friend named Blizzard Ball. He has a PlayStation 4, and he wants to play Destiny with me. So we went out, and he bought the vanilla version of Destiny over at a GameStop. And I was like, oh, bro. And this was about three or four months ago. I was like, dude, you really should have bought the Taken King Legendary Edition because you're going to get that sweet level 25 boost. You're going to get the first two expansions, Dark Below House of Wolves. It's going to be all that you need. So we went back to the store this last week and bought the Legendary Edition, used the boost, and just trying to explain to him <laughs> as a brand new player all the stuff that he needed for Rise of Iron, I felt a little silly as a fan of the game and as somebody who loves it, trying to explain to somebody who is brand new and literally knows nothing about Destiny, doesn't listen too terribly much. I mean, I think he listened to the podcast. I'm not trying to be offensive, but like it just was a weird experience for me to, to logically walk him through. You need this and then this. And of course, you need the Taken King in order to play Rise of Iron. Don't blame me. That's on their website. It just was this whole confuddling thing. So I like this if it's a real deal. Check out Destiny, the collection. Be watching on Amazon. If you're a new player, this is the best way to get into the series. And if it is releasing on August 18th, that gives them about a month, Diddy, to get a character ready to go. It's doable. Yeah, you might not get moments of triumph, but you can definitely get up to level 40 at least and then get to maybe hit that 300. You know, while we're on the subject of moments of triumph, 360 and PS3 have received their final patch for Destiny. Can we have a moment of silence for the legacy consoles, Diddy? <laughs> That's the wrong note. Okay, moving on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, sorry, legacy consoles. I hope you guys had a good time, but selfishly, I'm going to say this. I am so excited for what Destiny looks like in a world where they don't have to make the game work on the 360 and the PS3. And I'm somebody who I'm looking right now over at my PS3. I'm looking right over at a 360. Two of my most cherished consoles ever. Fantastic workhorses that a lot of great memories were made on. I mean, this is the Halo 3 box right over here for me. Mm -hmm. Yep. But it's time. It's time to move on. Patch 2.3.1, which came out this last week, was the final patch I don't believe they're going to get to participate in the next Iron Banner, Diddy. There are no more live events that are going to be featured. What do you think legacy consoles are going to look like in three to four months? Are people going to continue to play, or are they just going to migrate to the current gen? Um, man, I, I, I really want, I really hope they migrate because all the stories that I've heard about how Destiny runs on legacy consoles, specifically the 360, I haven't, I don't have any friends who play it on the PlayStation 3. They, they say that the menus take minutes to load. And I yes, can't, forever. I can't imagine that. You know, when you're trying to pop a heavy synth, taking down Crota with your Gallarhorn, those were the days, you know? You gotta pop that real quick. Can I get in my menu? Oh my gosh, oh no, I missed it. And now the Oversoul is about to kill us. Those kinds of things make me really, really want them to experience Destiny at its fullest, you know? So I really hope they upgrade. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. I know the population's probably going to fall off the edge of the earth there, but interestingly enough, there were some Pineapple Boys who started out playing on the 360 and moved to next gen, mm -hmm. not or current gen, not too long into the game's life cycle, but no more live updates for them, no more events. 
I don't think there's much more to talk about other than the freakish amount of beaver errors. If you guys played right after 2.3.1 <laughs> dropped, and basically for, let's see, two days in total, beaver error, beaver error. I had to turn Destiny off Tuesday and Wednesday because I wanted to go play Rumble. I wanted to go play some PvP, and I was getting interrupted every other match, kicked to orbit with the beaver error. It was some unintended consequences for this 100 megabyte patch that we all downloaded they ended up hot fixing it but it was interesting man we're noticing that this transition from i'm imagining like this 2.3.1 we were told in the weekly update is paving the way for rise of iron i think it's doing back end stuff that's optimizing current gen and sort of letting legacy fall off the the train a little bit yep i would agree with that all right next story THC owner, I don't know if that's how you say it, or TH Coner, made the coolest video ever, the Destiny Emote Wheel concept. So let's try and visualize this. We all own, or, okay, Diddy and I own <laughs> a handful of emotes, do we not? We do, yes. I would wager most of our listeners own more than one emote. And you've always asked the question, I've got this D-pad here. Why am I restricted to only using one of these cool emotes at a time? Why can't I use up left or up right? Or why can't I use a modifier button and, and use multiple emotes and have the choice? Well, this guy made a great concept video, THC owner, however it said, where you hold a button and you're giving a, a big wheel, a circular wheel, kind of like the weapon select wheel in Mass Effect or even the dialogue select options in Mass Effect, and you can pick from 10 or 12 different emotes right there. What a great idea, right? Absolutely. The wheel is no stranger to gamers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. we've, we've seen the, the wheel select in games like Quake and then more recently Grand Theft Auto. It just makes a lot of sense. Halo Wars being another uh, more recent one. You it just hit a button... And then use your thumbstick to select it. It'd be super quick and super simple. Um, League of Legends, they implemented this about a year ago with smart pings. You just hold yeah. down one of the buttons and then you um, move your cursor up or down. That makes so much sense. It makes it so much easier to do in-game actions really quickly. Overwatch has them as well. Oh my gosh, there's so many games with a wheel, an emote wheel or an interaction wheel. Current gen destiny. Let's do it. <laughs> Make it happen. And the idea for this concept would be you'd hold left on your D-pad, and that's how you'd bring up the wheel to select the emote. So fantastic idea. I hope it comes into play. Up next, we had a tweet. Okay. This tweet was from Chris Barrett. I can't remember what his role is right now with destiny. So I'm going to look that up after I tell you what happened. It looks like class items might be affected by shaders again. Diddy, what's that all about? Man, I have been missing my colorful hunter cloaks for a very long time. <laughs> I used to run Shattered Vault Cloak and in, in Year One Destiny, and I would just pick all these different colors, you know, the gold, the yellow, it would just interact really well, make me look super nice. Class items are now gonna be affected by shaders. Now, Warlocks, they have pretty sweet class items like they glow and they're holograms and all that kind of stuff but titans and hunters man we've had to just deal with these ugly colors just like the stock ugly colors that we get uh but no longer that's going to be okay. updated pretty soon 
Yeah, so the details from this. Chris Barrett is Destiny's game director. I'm surprised I didn't remember that right off the bat, and he <laughs> tweeted out this week, wouldn't it be cool if class items were affected by shaders again in Rise of Iron? We thought so, too. And he tweeted out a picture of two hunters just for you, Diddy. You know, you bring up the, the fact that warlocks, we get our nice little armbands. <laughs> I never really noticed back in the day when we were uh, having shaders affect class items, I never really noticed it because, frankly, I wore an armlet that was on fire. And shaders mm-hmm. don't change the color of the fire. But I do remember my butt towels and my capes. They looked a little bit nicer back then, man. This is something <laughs> that people sort of believe are attributed to the legacy console limitations. So I'm going to quote here from the Cin- Cinema Blend article. Class shaders were present in Destiny before, but were then removed. Game Rant suspects that the limited memory capabilities of the PS3 and 360 could be the reason why they removed the feature. Part of the problem is that the consoles are outdated and Bungie has been trying to squeeze as much out of them as possible, even at the expense of what Destiny was supposed to be. This included smaller stages, fewer enemies, and fewer options in order to accommodate the limited 512 megabytes of the 360s and the shared 512 megabytes of the PS3s ram that it works with or memory that it works with and they actually only give game devs about 256 megabytes of that to work with end quote get out of here legacy consoles i'm gonna <laughs> look sexy yeah and people if you're if you're wondering well why did it work before and not after taking king well taking king introduced ghost shells artifacts it's the vault space the colors <laughs> on your exotic pieces as well you know exotic pieces being affected by shaders it's those kinds of things that are introduced in the rendering of everything and that uses memory so um with the addition comes subtractions with the that kind of older generation hardware so i wonder if in two years time we're gonna look back at the show diddy on the dts four-year anniversary and we're gonna go dude dts 200 Legacy consoles were holding us back <laughs> so much, and we just had no idea. I I believe that deep down inside, that trying to develop a game for four consoles, dude, quality assurance testing on that level alone sounds insane to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If, if you think about it, Legacy consoles, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, they were around when Windows XP was top dog. Can you imagine oh. developing, like, oh my gosh, um, like an Uncharted game for Windows XP? No. Nope. Can't no. do it. <laughs> but I'm sitting here thinking of a Destiny in 4K because uh, when you're on the press email list, you get high quality images, okay? They render out a lot of the thumbnails you guys might see if you watch the show on YouTube. I use some of the press thumbnails that get sent out, and they're rendered in 4K. And I just... I know they're doing that through a PC build, <laughs> like running it on their PC or whatever. It's gorgeous. It is so gorgeous when you can sit there and just look at that image and you go, man, their artwork <laughs> is phenomenal. This game already is one of the best looking shooters right now. What's next? You know what What takes happens hours. when they bring this to PC, dude? You know it takes hours to render those screenshots too. You know, yeah, it's, it is in game, but rendering at a screenshot at 4k versus rendering gameplay at 4k 
two entirely different universes as well. So <laughs> even I though Destiny you they've can got look test that good, there, man. doesn't mean that uh, you can play it like that. All right, so a question that I've been asked. Do you ever think they're going to bring it to PC? And nope. You don't. Okay, well, I, don't. I think it depends on how big Sony's wallet is because I think Bungie in a heartbeat would bring this thing to PC. But maybe they wouldn't. Maybe the added troubles of trying to regulate cheating on the PC platform would be too much. We know that like PlayStation is shelling out lots of dough to get the exclusive items. We're now two and a half, well, okay, going into year three of Destiny, and we still have console-exclusive stuff going towards the PlayStation side, which is money directly from Sony to Bungie. If that goes away, what stops them from bringing it to PC, dude? That's a really good question, and I don't have an answer for that, because we also have to remember a lot of, from E3, a lot of the Xbox games, Xbox One yeah. games moving forward, going to be playable on Windows 10. Phil Spencer said every first-party Xbox title should be on the Play Anywhere program. He sees no reason why any first-party title shouldn't. That includes Halo 6, man. I mean, that's like Mario going to PC, dude. That's like Sonic no longer being a console-exclusive dude. So, all right, we got to move on. I'm stalling here too much. Let's hop into the weekly update, which had absolutely, uh, well, okay, a little bit in it, but not a whole lot. We're waiting for Gamescom 18th through the 21st of August. Mm -hmm. That's where we're going to get to see a little bit more. We both expect uh, the new multiplayer mode to be shown off there. If you remember last year at Gamescom, they had playable versions of Mayhem clash i think that they were playing there don't think it was mayhem control but anyway before that happens we're going to have the destiny call to arms benefit stream this is august 6th 7th and the 8th they've organized people like tefty and dotto and miss 5000 watts and crafty and Cheriona, a lot of the big destiny streamers to help raise funds for the stack up organization i'm going to quote here from the weekly update when StackUp engages with veterans through gaming, whether deployed overseas, recovering in military hospitals, or struggling with transitioning out of the service, our goal is to make sure these brave men and women have a community to come home to. Destiny is one such game where communities like this can thrive, where both civilians and military personnel can speak a common language and feel like a part of a loot hunting oryx stomping family. We are extremely excited to be partnering with the Bungie with Bungie for this event. I did so good until the end of the quote, Danny. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty awesome. I'm going to be like tuning falling in for down this. the last step of stairs. It is. You're almost <laughs> there and then you're done. So, that's going to be going on through 6th through the 8th twitch.tv/stackup.org. What a cool and, idea. And dot is spelled out D O T. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Man. You can tell it's 2016 and you know the internet, Diddy. You're a Redditor. <laughs> I am the internet. That's what my Twitter Twitter bio says. I've always wondered about that. So <laughs> Captain Twas put together a poster for this event as well that you can buy in the Bungie store. It's really cool artwork. Really cool artwork for this thing. I would like it, but I'm kind of waiting for that cartoon poster that we've talked about before to show up again. So... We'll have to see where my funds go. And then at the very end of the update, they let us know. We'll see you guys at Gamescom, and then we'll be at PAX. And then where else might we be popping up? Time will tell, Guardians. Okay, end of the weekly update. Nothing happened there. Diddy, what's next 
I think we need to jump back in time to the SIVA stream where we got to see the Winter Cosmodrome. We forgot to talk about something, didn't we? We did. SIVA patrol icons. What is that? So it's it's just not really much to talk about here. It's just a patrol icon with a SIVA logo or icon, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Just just notes that uh, there's going to be some patrols exclusive to fighting the SIVA enemies, which is already, we could have derived that. You know, We have taken patrols already. There's um, regular patrols. There's VIP patrols. They want to keep patrol mode fresh, and this is how they would do it. They're introducing a new enemy, so obviously the natural progression is going to be to introduce SIVA patrols. Yeah, okay. Sort of non-news. We got some new patrols with the Taken. This is probably going to be the exact same thing. Guardian, this is Ikora Ray. I need you to go shoot some stuff for me. Thanks. Ikora Ray's been hanging out with the Governor. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, get to the SIVA. That's the end. I mean, there's really nothing else to talk about that, but so we wanted to bring it up. So people did a tweet us saying, hey, you forgot to talk about this thing that's really obvious. We could make a three-minute YouTube video with a dubstep intro. Oh, we could. We should. Yeah. We should. Absolutely. We've got the talent. We've got the time. We've got the resources. <laughs> Let's talk about this Destiny PvP data app that you sent me a link to this week. The link of which I'm going to read out is pretty silly, but it's going to be on our show notes in the description below this video as well. Destiny-data dot, not spelled out, literally a period, hero, K-U-A-P-P dot com. You get all that? No. No, you didn't. Just go to our website, (laughs) destinytheshow.com for this link. It's a really cool visualization of your PvP stats, Diddy. How does it work? You're the one who sent it to me. Um, it's actually Sassy who linked it in the uh, the Destiny of the Show Discord, discord.me slash Destiny of the Show. And what it does is it gives you a graphical visual representation of the percentage of kills you have with certain things, certain abilities, grenades, melee, super, um, primary, heavy, uh, special weapons. That kind of thing, you can also sort it by primary weapons, so auto rifles, scout rifles, hand cannons, and the other one, pulse rifles? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the other one? <laughs> what? What are you talking, talking about? about? You mean the only one, right? Uh, nope, hand cannons all the way, man. Um, oh you can also gosh. sort it by special weapons and heavy weapons as well. You can compare up to three guardians at once on Xbox or so cool. PlayStation. Yeah. Do, yeah, So, and it'll overlay each of the graphs so you can see where you um, differ between your friends like you and I our primary weapon kills are pretty much the same yeah I pulled up yours right now we're almost identical you have a little bit more hand cannon and I have a little bit more pulse but we're almost identical you have more scout even on auto rifles and scout rifles it's yeah it's it's pretty sweet but then you switch to special weapons it's a little bit yeah. different. I have more sniper kills. <laughs> you have pretty even between shotgun and sniper. And then you add sassy in the mix. Oh, He's got yeah, like I know. <laughs> 2% shotgun kills, 1% sidearm and fusion rifles, and then the rest is sniper kills. It's hilarious. It's like a straight arrow down. It's like he's gotten <laughs> 10 shotgun kills in his entire life. And what's interesting to me if with my spread, like you said, I'm about even with shotgun and sniper. You're one shotgun. Year two, sniper. 
that has been my go-to. And you know what's funny? When I was making videos for Planet Destiny during year one, right? It was around February and March. I was making stuff for them pretty regularly. I was using Thorn, Shotgun, and Blink in almost <laughs> all of the PvP videos I sent them. And no one cared for a long time. And then there reached a point where it was like people were sending bad stuff to me, like <laughs> horrible things to me because of my setup. I was like, okay, I'm done, boys. It's time to use the messenger. I'm yeah, putting I, the thorn away. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and when I saw that graph, I'm like, PBK doesn't use hand cannons that much. And then you, and then I remember you used <laughs> thorn all of year one. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 not all of year one. I used Suros all the way until February. Oh my gosh. And then I used Thorn <laughs> all the way until May. And then I used Messenger all the way until September. And then it was Red Death until December. Might a multi-tool after December. Uh, I used a lot of Hawksaw. I, I do have like the first Hawksaw review on YouTube. So throwing it back there. I loved that thing before it was cool, dude. <laughs> and then nowadays, IS Luna... And I got a God Roll Grasp about a month ago. It's pretty awesome. So that's my... Yeah, when when we're getting stomped in trials and BBK is getting angry, he just whips <laughs> out the grasp and then just it totally steamrolls. It's hilarious. I still got a little salty on Asylum this last week. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to go to the stat tracking site, destiny-data.hero, kuapp.com, or you can go to our website and check it out. I think it was pretty rad. Our final thing I want to talk about today it was brought up during IGN's short Destiny podcast, Fireteam Chat. Will Rise of Iron bring back the population, Diddy? Do you think this is the grand finale that will be the crowning achievement of Destiny on, I guess, prior to Destiny 2 or whatever the next big set is? Nope. Oh! It's an easy no for me because there's no hype. There, there is, is no, no hype. hype leading into rise of iron but at this time last year we had so yeah. much detail about the taken king it was insane three streams three streams we, we knew had about the court of oryx it was like oh my god this is happening oh my god this is happening oh my god the queen's in trouble whatever it's like there was so much hype yep. going into the taken king there's nothing none of that for rise of iron so we brought up that, the build the patrol build that we saw it didn't even seem super stable no yeah it it was not rendered all the way. There were torn textures. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll fix that before Rise of Iron comes out. Made it seem a little rushed. So that's probably why they're not showing it as much. Um, but combine the no hype with um, the current state of Destiny, Rise of Iron has to do everything right. Everything yes. in yeah. order to bring Destiny fans back. And when I when I say everything, well, I mean widespread Destiny fans. There cannot be an untied shoe, not even trip it on the laces. Your shoe cannot be untied for Rise of Iron. And then once that happens, once it fixes tons of stuff, that's going to be like, oh, Destiny is awesome now. And then Destiny Two hype builds. That's when the population is going to return. I was blindsided by the fact that they dropped last gen. I was on a Tefty Tower talk with Blue Westlow. Blue was the only one saying they're dropping last gen. The only one. And I was like, dude, there's no way. They're not going to do that. And I'm a little bit worried by dropping it. All right. We talked about all the benefits, but it's like you said, the expectations now are so high. It's like 
there's no way they're going to be able to deliver on it. Or maybe they are. Okay, let's pitch this universe. What if they're purposely not showing a lot so that we can be pleasantly surprised and that we can go through the discovery of new things instead of we knew most of everything about the Taken King outside of the raid and outside of these secret daily exotic quests. We knew just about everything. And that maybe lessened the experience to some degree. I on the one hand, I'm quite excited that we know very little about Rise of Iron, or at least way less than we have about previous expansions. But that, that's, there's that's the fear. True. Is it intentional, or is it because it's not <laughs> freaking ready, or it's not as big as the Taken King? Yeah, this time around, it's like, if you compare it to all the other hype, hype trains, it's like watching that movie trailer that gives away the entire movie. You, know, mm, you yep. don't want to go see that movie because you know everything already. But like yep. or the, the, the Force, Force Awakens, Awakens teaser trailer. Exactly. All 12 of them. Like it showed like all of those scenes were in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Didn't yeah. show well, anything except for Kylo Ren, whatever. Skipping well, past okay. that. But I'm going to take it really further though. The closer we got to the release, it got ridiculous though. Because they re- Disney released so many stinking trailers that it got to the point where people constructed the entire plot, essentially. Without some of the major spoilers, they constructed the general plot of the film because they showed so stinking much. Now, I remember the initial ones, you're right, they didn't show very much. But down near the end, like a month away, I was watching Angry Joe videos where they had put virtually the whole plot together. (laughs) That's true. You don't want to show too much. But you also want to get us hyped. And right now it's... That's true. It's weird to me that we're like two months, less than two months away from an expansion. And this is the gnarliest part of Content Trout. I thought it was over, dude. Once the Twitch stream started, I'm like, Diddy, we've got news. And it's like, no. (laughs) Gamescom. Come on, Gamescom. I'm enjoying the game to death, though, right now, man. I'm still having a lot of fun with our trials weekends. Each time I pop on to play, I'm also running the PS4 character. I'm going to be doing that with Blizzard Ball tonight, so... That's going to wrap it up, I think, for all of the stories today, unless there's anything else you wanted to add. No, that is it. We are rocking and rolling into uh, are. into August. It is August already. Oh, man. It's so crazy to me. A month, so a we month are, and a half. We're moving the pleasantries to the back of the show. What would you do this week? What would you play? What would you enjoy? Like I said at the very beginning, did a lot of work setting up a new office for a new client. Um, I was the only one. <laughs> setting that up for uh, about 15 people so that was a nice experience i had never wired a networking rack before and i had to do it by myself for the first time i had to install the switches the router the firewall all that stuff all by myself no one to help me very heavy pieces of, qu- of equipment I-, I say very heavy they're like 15 20 pounds <laughs> yeah but they're they're big and bulky so that was actually a lot of fun um you know I'm very interested in the networking side of IT, so that's what I'm going towards. Um, other than that, I've played some on the PlayStation 4, uh, Destiny. I've been rocking the Taken War quest line. I'm oh. finishing that quest line, and I'm going to do the <laughs> mountaintop next, and then I'm just going to grind Heroic Strikes to get as close to 335 as possible. Don't think I'm going to make it by Rise of Iron. Uh, but once Rise of Iron happens, it's not going to matter that much anymore because light level is going to increase, nope. new gear is going to drop, and I'm going to want all of that. Yeah, and day one in the first hour, you're going to be getting 340 gear, and you're going to be like, really? <laughs> it's going to be green gear, too. <laughs> I know. All right. You, you, this... know what, you know what? Really, I, I, you know what I found out this morning? 
the I totally forgot about the PlayStation exclusive armor. Not the not the Iron Banner stuff. Just the regular PlayStation Four exclusive armor. Yeah. And I saw the Hunter set, and I'm like, dude, he's wearing a freaking jacket. Like, and you played Echo Chamber too. I did. I played Echo Chamber for the first time. Finally, I I fired up a heroic strike. First one, Echo Chamber. It's cool. I really like that boss fight. You know, for those of you on the Xbox who haven't experienced it yet, I don't want to spoil it, but you have to move around. Can't just sit at the top and snipe the boss. <laughs> First seventy percent of that strike sucks, but the back thirty percent is fantastic. It's like they they really designed the last little thing great. But getting to that point was like one of the members of your fire team is just bored out of their mind. <laughs> you have to, if you don't drive your sparrow all the way through, it's through that part of Venus where you can't spawn your sparrow. <laughs> it's the worst. And, and you, you have, have to move the ball, dude. Were you the one moving the ball? No. Okay, see, you had stuff to do. The ball mover is so boring. It's like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> this last week, man, uh, we did a, a trials run on the Asylum map. Mm-hmm. I love Asylum. Played a lot of Halo 5. And over here, I don't know if I can... Here, I'll lift it over and tap the buttons. Street Fighter 5 finally showed up. So Nice. I had been waiting on Street Fighter 5 until they fixed all of their always online bugs, which are still plentiful. Let me tell you, they are still plentiful. I had to take the PlayStation into... A totally different house, a friend's house, to actually download the update that I needed to, because <laughs> Capcom servers are just bad. But yeah, I played quite a bit of Street Fighter Four back in Arcade Edition in 2012, and I played some Ultra, and now I'm playing some Street Fighter Five, which is fun. It's my little occupying activity in the background. But Destiny, man, every day, I'm asking for a countdown in our Discord to show us how far away it is. Or you can just uh, follow enough. me on Twitter. My name is currently Days Until Rise of Iron. There you go. And where can people <laughs> find your Twitter and your content? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Check us out over on our Discord, discord.me slash show. Check out our friends over at destinytracker.com, the best place in the Destiny universe to track your stats. All the links from today and more on our website, destinytheshow.com. You can follow me at bbkdragoon, same name on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us over on Twitter at destinytheshow. Did you like hopping right into the news and having the pleasantries at the end? If you did, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Have a good week, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah.